can I rest every time I get on my phone? There's always some mess. I'm tired. I'm tired. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. You are now listening to A Coming of Age But In Real Life, a podcast by Asad Lord. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Coming of Age But In Real Life. I am Asad Lord, and if you're new here, hello, welcome, how are ya? Yeah. So if you can't tell by the title of this podcast, we're going to be talking about Grammy nominees and my predictions and talking about all the snubs and all that good stuff. But before I get into that, I just want to say thank y'all for those who have been listening to the album of the year and the music videos of the year. Podcasts that I just came out with recently, if you haven't listened to those already, go listen to those after this. I promise it's very fun, very insightful. You know, we just keep keying as usual. I have an art sale pre-order coming January 2022. I'm planning and, you know, doing my business stuff. So get, get ready for that. And, you know, as the usual, follow me on my social medias, my podcast, and my personal and my art ones. And you can find that in the link tree in the little description thing on whatever platform you're streaming this podcast on. So we're going to be talking about the updated Grammy nominees and, you know, how I said updated. <laughs> I don't know why the Grammys keep making these last minute changes to little things like whether something counts as credit for album of the year or not or which version gets credit these like these things could have been done before the announcement of the nominees period but that's besides the point i'm gonna be pretending like i'm part of the grammy committee and i'm submitting my ballots for the winners so we're gonna start off with best music video we got shot in the dark by acdc freedom by john patisse i get a kick out of you by tony bennett and lady gaga peaches by justin bieber happier than ever by billy eilis montero by lil nas x good for you by olivia rodrigo why is peaches here that music video is so boring oh my gosh Justin Bieber's on here way too many times. There's something going on behind the scenes, and I do not like it at all. I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett. I went and watched that music video just out of curiosity. It is a studio session. Why is that nominated for Best Music Video? And Where's Wild Side by Normani? I feel like Family Ties by Baby Kim and Kendrick Lamar could have been here too. And um, Thought by Megan Thee Stallion could have been in here. Like this, there was a lot of good music videos that came out this year per my podcast episode on the music videos, best of them, 2021, go stream that after this, because you will see what the material was this year that the Grammys just decided to ignore. Ugh. So yeah, I think personally I would go with Montero, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. It has everything a good music video should have, especially with the pop cultural um, impact that it has. And Good For You is just an aesthetically pleasing, great music video. Petra Collins did what she had to do, and I did better commentary on both of those two music videos inside the music podcast. Next up, I have producer of the year. Give it to Jack Antonoff. He be working every single year. Cam Trails Over the Country Club by Lana Del Rey. Love that album. Daddy's Home, St. Vincent. Love that album. He did a couple good things with Taylor Swift. Solar Power. He did what he had to do with that. And I am a Solar Power apologist. And if you want to hear me rant about why Solar Power is a great album, go to my album of the year podcast episode and live your life. Yeah. So give it to him. He deserves it. Best 
global music performance. What is global music? Answer that question quickly. What is that? Global music is giving everything that's non-Western. It's giving global South. Like, I don't know what, like four out of five of the nominees are like African artists. So what are you really trying to say? Grammys just be making up genres out of nowhere that aren't even genres, just trying to categorize people. I'm not even gonna go over the list. I think Essence by WizKid featuring Thames should win for obvious reasons. It has the global impact. It's not even up for discussion. It was the song of the summer. And I don't know why this is the only nomination Essence has. It should have been nominated for record of the year, but no, the Grammys can't recognize that. A song that has broken records, international barriers of radio and streaming platforms, and you're not gonna put them in the big categories. Okay, I see Grammys. Best reggae album, give it to Spice. Spice, Sp come on, give it to Spice. I saw her reaction of her being nominated. She's so humble, so sweet. Give it to Spice, she deserves it, absolutely. Best Latin rock or alternative album, uh, give it to my sister, Nancy Pelosi. Um, I mean, Nathy Peluso. <laughs> That album was so good. I know we were having a cute little kiki, but the hip on the hip on the hip hip hop, but we were making fun of it. But I was bopping to that song and a few others on the album. It's very nice. And the cover art is very cute. I think it's a great project. So give it give that award to my girl Nathy. Um Best Musica Urbana album. Give it to Caliucci's. Absolutely. Absolutely. My sister did what she had to do with that record. I don't know why other songs were nominated and why she isn't in more main categories, but you win some, you lose some. With the Grammys, you gotta give and take, and you can't take the Grammys way too seriously nowadays. Now, we are getting into the urban categories. Absolutely, we're going into rap. So, Drake pulled all his nominations. I, he was nominated for Best Rap Performance for Way Too Sexy, it was not going to win. And he was nominated for Best Rap Album for Certified Lover Boy, it was not gonna win. But he pulled out, so now those categories only have four instead of five nominees. And I don't know why the sixth person wasn't just replaced because the nomination is a huge honor in and of itself. I didn't know you were allowed to withdraw nominations and I wonder what the reason behind it was. But whatever, he wasn't gonna win anyway. Best Rap Performance, we got Family Ties by Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar, Up by Cardi B, My Life by J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray, and Thought Shit by Megan Thee Stallion. This is a good category. I really like Family Ties. The, the way that Baby Keem raps and the way Kendrick Lamar was delivering, it was just so dynamic. I love it. Up by Cardi B is a great performance. Like the lyrics might be like oof, but the way Cardi B raps it, she really giving you the energy. Megan Thee Stallion did what she had to do. I really like the lyricism, and well, this song is a, this category isn't about the lyrics. This category is about like the performance, the cadence, how you rap. So I was time between those three, and I think I'm gonna give this one to Family Ties by Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar. I re-listen to it like I don't listen to it all the time and just the dynamic between the two and their separate parts and them combining together it's just amazing so I think they should win if not them give it to Cardi or Megan 
next we have best melodic rap performance this used to be the best rap sung performance so this name change actually makes sense so the nominees are pride is the devil by j cole featuring lil baby need to know by doja cat industry baby by lil nas x featuring jack harlow what's your name by tyler the creator featuring young boy never broke again anti-dollar sign and we have hurricane by kanye west featuring the weekend and lil baby this was a good category. I'm going with Need to Know. Wanna know what it's like? That song has substance inside it, illicit substance inside of it, the way I cannot stop replaying it. The chorus, addicting. Her cadence, out of this world. Need to Know deserves it. On my Spotify rap, it was my most played song of the year, and I think it deserves it. It is amazing through and through and i wish it was nominated more but you know i know it wasn't the lead single and usually artists go with the lead single for the nominations even though i feel like need to know is a better song than kiss me more and you're right and the others i actually really like industry baby like i go up for that song but oof, need to know just has something special so i'm going with need to know if it's not need to know industry baby if it's not industry baby give it to tyler and nba young boy Next category we have Best Rap Song, which is a songwriter's award, and we got Bat Sauce by DMX featuring Jay-Z and Nas, Best Friends by Saweetie featuring Doja Cat, Family Ties by Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar, Jail by Kanye featuring Jay-Z, My Life by J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. Now, I'm about to assess some of y'all, but I'm going with Best Friends by Saweetie featuring Doja Cat. Listen, listen, I can hear the booze. I can hear the what's already. If you really look at the lyrics, it's a well-written, fun song. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's, it's really well-written. And the way Saweetie and Doja kind of play off each other and just the whole thematic thing, you know, it sounds very basic, but they did it really well. And I think it's a very fun song. So I'm going with Best Friends by Saweetie featuring Doja Cat. And if not them, I'm going with Family Ties by Baby King featuring Kendrick Lamar. If not them, Jail by Kanye featuring Jay-Z. I think it would be fun to see Saweetie walk home with a Grammy. If anything, I think she deserves a Grammy for this one. Oh, and for the category, I feel like it could have used Female Goat by Lakia featuring the City Girls. That song deserved a nomination. Absolutely. Best Rap Album, we got The Off Season by J. Cole, King's Disease 2 by Nas, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator, and Donda by Kanye West. I'm going with Donda by Kanye West. I think Kanye has had a really good year in music and he combines some of his best and mixing it with newer elements of rap so Kanye's always evolving and i think the way that he's using gospel music and like church lyricism is very unique now and it's more developed but i feel like he's growing in that more and it's something that is catering to a wider audience now it's way too long i didn't put it in my album of the year list it's just way too long there's just some songs that i just like oof. This is way too long of an album for me, but I think it's a better project overall. If not Donda, even though I didn't really like enjoy it too much, give it to Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. Bloop! Now that's the rap category. Let's go to our other urban category, RMV. So we got Best RMV Performance, Lost You by Snow Allegra. Y'all get this. Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Gimeon. I just know 
Justin is over there in his bed giggling, kicking his feet up in the air, just laughing and smiling from ear to ear because I know he wanted to get in the urban category so bad with purpose. Last year, if you want to watch my 2021 Grammy predictions, I talked about how Justin Bieber was so mad in the press that he, his album wasn't nominated for R&B. And he said, this is an R&B album, not a pop album. This white man has nerve and audacity and the Grammys are playing into it. Why? But you know what? It's not going to win. It better not win. Let's be honest. Anyways, the other nominees that deserve to be there, Damaged by Her, Leave the Door Open by So Sonic, and Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. This category belongs to Jasmine Sullivan. Pick Up Your Feelings. Jasmine Sullivan has had a great year and the music is amazing she's released one of the best albums and i rave about her album in the podcast about album of the year this year and i'm really mad that she, you will not see her anywhere in the general fields like i hate how they give like r&b and like rap black artists they put them in their r&b and rap categories like beyonce is the most has the I think she has the most Grammy wins, but the majority of those wins are in the urban categories. I think she only won one of the general fields for like Halo or like something like that. So I don't know why they can't give us our flowers in the big stage with everyone else. I don't, mm, that's another thing. But I think this category could have used Fallen in Love by Lucky Day and Joyce Rice. I think that song is beautiful and I could have went in this category perfectly. Next we have Best R&B Song, we have Damage by Her, Good Days by SZA, Heartbreak Anniversary by Giveon, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, and Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. Give it to Good Days by SZA. I went through and revisit the lyrics on, on Genius and SZA pushed that pen. Good Days is so well written, I love it. And I'm not going to pretend like I know every single song and listen thoroughly to have a general opinion for each category, but the Grammys don't do that either. Like, you really think they listen to all these albums? They just be picking stuff to an extent. So I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert at this because really, who's who's the expert? So I'm going with Good Days by SZA. If not Good Days, I really like that damage song by her. I also really like Leave the Door Open and Pick Up Your Feelings, obviously. Next we have Best Progressive R&B Album. I'm not even going to read off all the nominees. The three that I'm really rooting for, Table for Two by Lucky Day, Dinner Party Dessert by Terrence Martin, Robert Glassford, Ninth Wonder, and also Studying Abroad Extended Stay by Masego. I didn't listen to all of them in full but i know a lot of songs off the album in the whole like projects a lot but i'm going with studying abroad extended stay by masego he's just so talented the soundscapes he creates amazing so give it to him he deserves it best r&b album we have temporary highs in the violet skies by snow allegra we are by john batiste gold digger sound by leon bridget back of my mind by her and hotels by jasmine sullivan Give it to Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan, and y'all should have put her in Album of the Year as well. End of discussion. And I think the R&B category could use a lot more women, and there was a lot of 
new age progressive R&B that could have been nominated, such as Overgrown by Joyce Rice, Space and Time by Justin Sky, The Visions by Genevieve, and I think Homegrown by Van Jess could have been great. I also think Alpha by Charlotte Day Wilson would have been great in this category as well. I know that's a lot of albums, but there's a lot of space in the R&B category, so we could have made it work. Now we're moving on to the alternative field for best alternative music album. We got Shore by Fleet Foxes, If I Can't Have Love I Want Power by Halsey, Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast, Collapse by Sunbeams by Arlo Parks, and Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. I'm going with Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. I really like the aesthetic of that project. But I also been hearing really good things about Arlo Parks. She's been killing it with the critically acclaimed album. It's been winning all the British awards. So I'm keeping an eye out for her as well. So yeah, but I'm going with Daddy's Home. And I'm skipping the rock category, but Plastic Heart by Miley Cyrus was snubbed. I don't know what the Grammy has against her, but she should have been one a couple. If we're gonna be real, bankers should have, she should have swept with bankers. Absolutely. Absolutely. That pop defying record. Absolutely. But Plastic Heart is a rock album and a really good one too. So it deserved a nomination at least in the rock category. Now we're moving up to the pop category. So for best pop solo performance, we have Anyone by Justin Bieber, Right on Time by Brandi Carlin, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Positions by Ariana Grande, and Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. I am going with Positions by Ariana Grande. We're talking about best pop solo performance, the performance. Nobody's beating Ariana Grande's vocal production. Hello? Hello. The chorus alone is amazing. And I know people are iffy about the Position era, but some of her best work have came out of this era. So I'm going with Positions by Ariana Grande. So I'm voting for Positions, but I'm really okay with Billy, Ariana, or Olivia taking it home for this category. And I feel like Madison Beer for Boy could have won. Uh, not not won. I'll, I don't know yet. I don't know if it would win. Um, but I feel like it should have definitely been considered to be nominated. And next we have Best Pop Duo slash Group Performance. We have I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Lonely by Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco, Butter by BTS, Higher Power by Coldplay, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA. I actually don't mind the Lonely song by Justin Bieber. I think that's one of his better songs that he's put out this era, but I'm I'm going with Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and SZA. They work so well with each other. When I saw that it was Doja Cat featuring SZA, I was a little worried because I didn't know how their vocals would work together, but they did it really well. And if for some reason they don't get it, this is the only nomination where Justin could win and I would not be completely mad okay but I think Prisoner by Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa should have been nominated because that song is pop perfection love it and now we got best pop vocal album we have oh my god Justice Triple Chucks Deluxe by Justin Bieber why that album is not good it's better than Changes the one with the red cover with yeah you got that yummy yum no that album is so bad. It's, Justice is better than Changes, but not by much. When you're starting from such a low standard, any other improvement doesn't mean it's good. But 
the rest of the list i'm really happy about we got planet her deluxe by doja cat i love how the deluxe version has been eating up the nominees and the reason is why why and the you're right extended version with the weekend absolutely and that's the same version i put on my album of the year list check out the podcast i'm just plugging my podcast throughout the whole thing because why not you're listening to it already so you might as well and next we have happier than ever by billy eilish positions by ariana grande sour by olivia rodrigo i personally for best pop vocal i'm giving it to happier than ever by Billie eilish absolutely she improved so much vocally and the vocal performance on this album is the variety is great you have like billy bossa nova where it's more soothing bullshit. and then you have happier than ever where she's belting like it's the range that billy's vocal performance has and showcased on this album low has me really excited for the future of Billie Eilish music so I think she should be awarded for that if not Billy, give it to Doja if not Doja I'm not putting it in order I think if not Billy, give it to Olivia Rodrigo if not Olivia Rodrigo give it to Ariana Grande if not Ariana Grande give it to Doja Cat I think all four of those ladies deserve their nomination and another lady should have gotten nominated instead of Justin Bieber Solar Power by Lord absolutely I'm a Lord apologist you said I gave her she was snubbed she was snubbed oh bless her heart now they changed the nominations from eight to 10 for the general field and i really do not see why if it's feeling like oh people critiqued us for how we were catering to certain demographics and genres and ignoring more of the urban songs so you know instead of having a better committee to really select the best five songs we're just gonna add more nominees so we can feel like we're progressing but really we're gonna award the same genres that's what they doing so they could have left it at five five was selective maybe seven five to seven was selective enough without it feeling crowded because these categories feel crowded 10 nominees for record album song and best new artist that feels like a lot nominations is a huge honor but at the end of the day, I cannot see how that helps with the actual judging and picking a winner because you have so many songs to consider. It just, I don't feel like that helps the process at all. So we got for record of the year, I still have Faith in You by ABBA, Freedom by John Batiste, I Got a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesars, Why? Right on Time by Brandy Carlay. Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Montero Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, Leave The Door Open by Silk Sonic. Give it to Montero! The controversy, the production, Lil Nas X vocal performance, really great. I absolutely love this song. Just how, how, what the song did culturally. So I think for record of the year, give it to Lil Nas X. If not Lil Nas X, give it to Happier Than Ever. Those two songs, I feel like are record of the year for two different reasons. I think Happier Than Ever, oh my gosh. Like, I really love the whole song. And I feel like the latter half of the song where everyone raves for would not have hit as special or as hard as it did if it wasn't for that first half. So Billy could take this home. 
if not Lil Nas X for Billy, give it to Leave the Door Open. If not Leave the Door Open, give it to Driver's License. If not Driver's License, give it to Kiss Me More. Boop! We got Album of the Year. Where's Jasmine Sullivan? Nowhere to be found. We got We Are by John Patisse, Lover Soul by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Justice mm, by Justin Bieber, Planet Her by Doja Cat, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Back of My Mind by Her, Montero by Lil Nas X, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, Daunted by Kanye West. I think for album of the year, I'm not just considering the actual songs. I'm thinking of the album and the era as a whole and just the cohesion and what the album has been doing. So uh, for that purpose, I'm giving it to Planet Her Deluxe by Doja Cat. What Doja Cat has accomplished this year musically off of one album, just hit maker, versatile artist, rapper that makes pop songs. It's people trying to diminish her rapping capabilities literally listen to any of the songs and she is the cadence is out of this world some of your favorite rappers cannot rap doja cat so what she's accomplished with this album and the sounds that she's creating and the production that she's having i think it should go to doja cat but one thing i haven't really talked about that i feel like is going to hurt doja cat with the grammys this year and for future years, for as ever long as this is going on, is the inclusion of Dr. Luke in the production and songwriting credits and pretty much all of the nominees. And I know Doja Cat has been silenced about it, not silent, but kind of shutting away from talking about it for probably legal re reasons because she is still signed to this label and I don't think she would be allowed to say much. And there's been rumors that her production credits, which is weird, she does not have any production credits for Planet Her, even though she was literally on Instagram Live making the beats to some of these songs. But Dr. Luke has uh, songwriting and production credits for all the singles and other songs throughout the album as well. So that's really, and when asked about that, she said one thing on Rolling Stone that would hint to us that is her her credit is being stolen but that statement was quickly not redacted but a more polished pr response to make it a little bit more ambiguous for her safety i'm assuming but i don't know how much the grammy committee is willing to i don't i don't want to say look past it because this is a serious issue and Sadly, Doja Cat's popularity is helping Dr. Luke's career and the song credits that he has. Even Saweetie by Doja Cat is having is being produced by Dr. Luke. I don't know why, considering it's Saweetie's song and Saweetie isn't tied to the label. She isn't tied by a contract to work with Dr. Luke, so I don't know why he was in the production. But yeah, I don't know how much the Grammy is going to look into that or consider that for the nomination. And personally, I would give it to Doja Cat. If not Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, period. Amazing record. Ugh, amazing record. And if not Billie Eilish, give it to Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. If not Sour, give it to Montero. If not Montero, give it to Tonto. Boom. We got Song of the Year, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran's What? I forgot that song even existed. A Beautiful Noise by Alicia Keys and Brandi Carlyle. 
Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, Fight For You by Her, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat, featuring SZA, Leave The Door Open by Silk Sonic, Montero by Lil Nas X, and ugh, Peaches by Justin Bieber, featuring Daniel Caesar and Gimme On, ugh, and Right On Time by Brandy Carlin. Happier Than Ever, Song of the Year, I recently re-looked at the lyrics, and you know, originally I was saying that this should go to driver's license and i feel like it's probably going to olivia i do not want an olivia rodrigo sweep but we might have that because you know the grammys love a new artist that makes noise and they love to give them all the awards especially if they are you know and I'm not saying she does not deserve a sweep and she's made great songs but I just feel like I feel like out of the entire music landscape that was shaped in 2020 any one artist sweeping I feel like just diminishes the diversity of sounds that was created this year and I just feel like not one single artist should be able to just sweep unless you're like Beyonce like ugh. I think Driver's License is great. The song writing is amazing. So if not Billie Eilish, give it to Driver's License. But I really looked at the lyrics and I read it. It was just, oh, the Billie and Phineas pushed that pen on Happier Than Ever. So I think Happier Than Ever should win. If not Billie, give it to Olivia. If not Olivia, give it to Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. If not Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, give it to Kiss me more, if not kiss me more, give it some Montero. And now our last category, we have best new artists. And I'm not even gonna go over all the names. Um, I'm gonna go over the ones I know. Baby King, Phineas. Why is Phineas nominated for best new artist? Why? Like the best new artist has been a category that has been forever debated on what constitutes as a best new artist people say oh not previously being um being recognized by the grammy committee Venus has like eight seven grammys granted it's not for his solo work but he has eight grammys like you're like why is Phineas in the same category as olivia rodrigo who's like this is legit like her first year in like main main pop stardom so I don't understand what constitutes as the best new artist in the Grammys eyes, but I feel like it changes every year and the goalpost changes depending on the person that are being considered and the people that are being considered. I'm going with Olivia Rodrigo for obvious reasons. This is the one award that is like no debate who's going to win and who deserves to win. Olivia Rodrigo has had an amazing year starting from January all the way till now. Like she came out the gate swinging. So give it to Olivia Rodrigo. If for some reason Olivia Rodrigo does not win, which I would be very surprised, I would say give it to Saweetie or Baby King. Period. So that are those are all of my Grammy nominations, predictions, snubs, all sorts of stuff. And I would love to hear y'all opinions on this year's Grammy. And the Grammy actual ceremony is, I think the 31st of january so we will hear sooner or later who wins and who knows if you want me to do a podcast reacting to the winners and the overall ceremony and the performance and the looks and all of that let me know i would be more than willing to do that so yeah thank y'all for listening and i hope y'all have a great week and bye
This was a coming of age but in real life, a podcast by Osadlur.